بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بأدب بنسيب بأدب بنسيب بد أدب بد نسيب We were speaking about the importance of adab and talab in order for us to derive benefit from sacred months, sacred days, sacred places, and sacred personalities, then there are two conditions. One is adab, and the second is talab. One is having respect, and the second is having a desire within our hearts. So we were speaking about this aspect of respect and the saying now which I quoted The person who has got no respect then he loses a fortune And the person who has got respect then he gains a fortune And the person who is disrespectful then he brings upon himself misfortune so this aspect of other is so important in every aspect of our lives in every facet of our lives the masjid is a place of barakah the special rahmat and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that descends in the masjid you get sakina there are farishtas in the masjid, farishtas that are making ibadat, there are pious jinnats that are here. That is why when you make salam, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, you make intention, all those who are on your right, you're making salam to them, and the angels and the pious jinnat, etc. But for us to benefit from the masjid, then we have to have adab and respect. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu told a sahaba that that person who eats onions or he eats garlic, ate raw onions or raw garlic, he mustn't even come close to the masjid. You just ate raw onions now, you eat raw garlic, you want to come into the masjid, you mustn't come. In fact, in that time, if someone's mouth was giving out a bad smell of onions or garlic, then they would in a good manner, escort him out of the masjid, take him out. Don't come here because this, this bad smell, you are inconveniencing everyone here. You are even inconveniencing the farishtas. The farishtas also get inconvenienced. Now from that we can gauge like in our time, some people have got this bad habit of smoking and the man that's bad smell emanating from his mouth and he just comes into the masjid and he's reading namaz like that and people around him they being inconvenienced so this is among the etiquettes of the masjid in fact Mufti Shafi Sahib he mentioned about 15 etiquettes there's about 15 etiquettes of the masjid and that person who fulfills these etiquettes then he has fulfilled the right of the masjid now the masjid becomes a sanctuary for him. This becomes a place of protection. When you enter the masjid, 
If someone is not engaged in ibadat, in amal, you'll make salam to him. Salam is a very great sunnah. You don't scream and make salam, you make it in a soft voice. If the people are engaged in amal, then assalamu alina wa ala ibadillahi salihin. You read the masnoon dua, you come into the masjid. If it's not a makru time, you read your tahiyatul masjid. While you're in the masjid, you're very particular. There's no business transactions allowed in the masjid. To be very careful, sometimes you're in the masjid, you're not even realizing now you bought something, the person gave it to you, you gave it the money, it's a business transaction. So, no business transactions allowed. There should be unnecessarily no worldly discussions, no raising of the voice, unnecessarily a person is talking loud. There shouldn't be noise in the masjid. You know, this nikah time, you'll find how much of noise there is in the masjid. People are meeting and greeting and hugging one another and tapping one another and so much of noise. Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala was very, very particular about this, about noise in the masjid. Once Hazrat Umar radiallahu heard two people speaking loud. Bring them to me, summon them. Both of them came. Where you people come from? He said, no, we come from Taif. Hazrat Umar radiallahu said, lucky you all are from out of Medina Munawara. Otherwise I was going to give you all some punishment now. This is not, you, you can't speak, making talking so loud in the masjid. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu because now these people were from outside town, and maybe they were not aware of the etiquettes, so he, he tolerated that. But then he corrected them. And he told them that this, this is not right. One person was speaking loud in the masjid, Hazrat Umar radiallahu reprimanded him, and he told him, brother, do you know where you are? Do you realize where you are sitting? And you are speaking loudly. That is why Hazrat Umar radiallahu an, adjacent to the masjid, he had built one whole section. And he told people, brothers, those who want to say poetry, or you want to speak something, just go there to that section and you can talk there. But not in the masjid itself. This is a separate section. Like how we'll have now the benches outside the masjid. So if someone wants to have some conversation, they want to speak, they know they're going to be loud, they're going to be rowdy, go outside the masjid. Now you're outside the masjid, there you can talk, no one is stopping you. But now when you're in the masjid, you need to be so particular, so particular about the cleanliness of the masjid. If you see one thing, you must pick it up yourself. Sometimes you see some dirt or someone drops some tissue, you pick it up. But make sure you don't mess the masjid. Ramadan is coming now. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all to witness the month of Ramadan and get the barakat of Ramadan. But often in Ramadan you'll find people, they're eating dates, they're leaving the date puts, they're leaving the seeds, same place. So now you just came to the masjid. So this is, we need to be very, very particular. Even children who are very small and don't know the etiquettes of the masjid or you know there's a fear now that the child can come and urinate, that that child must be kept away from the masjid. Insane people must be kept away from the masjid. You know, this man is not right, he's got some mental problem. Don't bring him to the masjid. So these are among the etiquettes of the masjid. And remember, the more a person will be particular of the etiquettes of the masjid, the more he will benefit from the masjid. We also spoke about Makkah Mukarrama, Madina Munawara. Alhamdulillah, every person has got that desire in his heart 
that he wants to go for Umrah, he wants to go for Hajj, may Allah Ta'ala take us over and over again. But do we ever think that pious people when they go there, what is their mindset? You'll see a lot of times you'll hear the poetry that they're singing from which you will gauge now what was their mindset. People are going to Medina Munawara and they sing Kaha Me or Kaha Ye Nikhate Gul. Where was I and where is the fragrance of this flower? Meaning I was in no way was I fit to be here. I was never ever fit to be in this place. I'm a dirty person. I'm a person covered with sins from head to toe. I was never deserving of being here. But oh Allah Ta'ala, it's your favor. It's your kindness that you allowed me to be here. You brought me here to this place. Pious people, when they would go to Medina Munawara, they would actually be afraid to go in front of the Mubarak grave of Rasulullah and be frightened. Frightened, we're going to go there in front. What if Nabi Islam is displeased? We're not fit to go. They felt to themselves that they're not fit to go in front of the Mubarak Qabr of Rasulullah wasallam, Because they felt we are incapable, we are unworthy people. So this was pious people when they went to these places. Look at the level of respect that they had. They respected every single thing. You know, they normally quote that poem of Majnoon. Majnoon was madly in love with Layla. So when he went to that area where Layla was staying in, so he said, I pass by this locality of Layla and I kiss this wall and I kiss that wall. It's not the love of this place, but the love of the person who is living here. Because I love Layla so much, that is why I love this place here. So you're going to Medina Munawara, Rasulullah is in Medina Munawara. This is the city of Rasulullah What level of respect you're supposed to have? What level of respect you're supposed to have for the people of Medina Munawara? These are the neighbors of Rasulullah What respect they demand? Even if you're buying anything too, you're making that niyat now, that these are the people of Medina Munawara. I'm supporting these people of Medina Munawara. It is my honor. We have to show that, that level of respect and watch out not to make any statements and not to complain. You know, now you went there, you're complaining about something, you're making derogatory statements, you're saying wrong things. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that because that will be a means of being deprived. So this adab, when the man goes with adab, he goes with respect, then he will benefit tremendously. Now there's no limit to the progress he can make. Why? Because he's got adab. We'll just conclude with this one incident. Sayyid Ahmad Rifai, Rahmatullahi, very great buzurk, a contemporary of Sayyid Abdul Qadir Jilani, Rahmatullahi, around the 6th century. And it is mentioned, many ulama have mentioned this incident where Sayyid Ahmad Rifai, Rahmatullahi, when he came to Medina Munora, when he came in front of the Mubarak grave of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then he said some words of poetry. في حالة البعد روحي كنت أرسلها تقبل الأرض أني وهي نائبتي. That when I was far, I should send my ruh, and my ruh would come and convey my salams, and it will kiss the ground 
on my behalf فَهَذِهِ دَوْلَةُ الْأَشْبَاهِ قَدْ حَدَرَتْ Now I have got the opportunity of physically coming to the Mubarak grave of Rasulullah فَمْدَدْ إِلَيَّ يَدَكَ لِتَحْضَى بِهَا شَفَتِي O Rasulullah stretch out your hands so that my mouth will have this good fortune of kissing your Mubarak hand and witness bears testimony and all the people that were present there the Mubarak hand of Rasulullah came out from the grave and Sayyid Ahmad Rifai Rahmatullahi had kissed the Mubarak hand of Rasulullah So there's so much for a person to achieve, there's so much for him to gain, he will get so much of blessing, so much of barakah, so much of spirituality, so much of motivation, but that respect is something that is very, very important. The respect must not just be a lip service, but it must be from within the heart, where a person feels to himself, from within his heart, Allah Ta'ala, I am not fit to be here. It is only your grace that you have brought me here. You guide me to behave in the correct manner and allow me to take maximum benefit from this place. May Allah grant us the true understanding of Akhiru Dawah.